0: back from the backseat football podcast ring the bell we have made it episode 50 is here it's been an arduous journey so far so thank you to everyone who's come with us along the way we have a great round of football to go through manchester city smash liverpool <laughs> <laughs> sorry jack arsenal continue their form against leeds brentford and Brighton play a best of the rest in a duel to their death and chelsea flop potter's gone gone is there anything else rogers is gone We've got so much to go through, so we're just going to jump straight back in. Jack, how are we doing? I think you have an update for us, don't you?
1: Yeah, I do. I'm good, but I'll be honest. So, listeners of the last episode will know that I, I bravely, bravely fought on without any dinner, and I had this really baggy curry waiting for me. So it's about nine thirty UK UK time when I finally got around to it. go into the kitchen, I look at Em, who's my partner. She looks at me and she goes, "There's a problem." And my heart, my heart dropped because I was like. It's not the curry, is it? She's like, it's the curry. And what happened was that one of the curries was full of nuts, and I'm allergic to nuts, and one of them wasn't. <laughs> and they looked exactly the same, and there was no way to tell which one was which. And so by the fall, I didn't want to risk it. And so I ended up having fucking rice from the freezer that I had to microwave for like six minutes. She ate curry... <laughs> for four days straight <laughs> bagging curry
0: could she tell you she...
1: yeah but she ordered she ordered one that had nuts in and I ordered one that didn't have nuts in but they both arrived and they looked exactly the fucking same surely and you could have figured she called out the restaurant yeah that. yeah the way to figure out is by eating it and then waiting 20 minutes and I, was,
0: I wasn't on that at that point but surely she defeated. could have tried she could have tried both and one would have had the flavour of nuts, no? Do you think you would know, though? Oh, I just think... M's With all the here. other
1: things, she might have hustled me. She actually... I think d- she's just hustled you. She may-, <laughs> she may have hustled me, but anyway, I was minutes. So that took me about three days to get over. But we moved <laughs> now. Um, and then just to cap it off, went out for dinner on Saturday, went to a Malaysian place. I was like, oh, yeah, Malaysian curry. As soon Not as good. I... As soon- yeah, as soon as I set my mind to it, this woman walked over, literally just, r- like like, wrote it off the board just covered it up and I was like oh my fucking so I think I'm cursed basically oh, long no. story short I don't know what's happened but I'm cursed to never eat curry again stop going to fancy places that's your problem bro it was literally like peckham levels for the Malaysian one
0: it's a body oh, building no. that's peak yeah that's peak <laughs> that's so sad that's so sad well I'm not feeling that fresh to be honest as you well know I was at Primworks yesterday seeing Nina Kravitz so how I do apologise if I sound a little bit unenthusiastic today um, it was really good mate it was really good That's did you leave I'm it saying. leave it all on the dance floor S- still it's still print works. part of me still wishes I was there <laughs> so, it's a great environment mate but yeah some some solid 160 BPM tech mode to warm us up for Berlin so love that yeah man
1: alright from uh, yeah. 160 BPM Ooh. to not so rock and roll football Mm.
0: depends which way you look at it <laughs>
1: I'm looking at it with very sad rose tinted or red tinted glasses Man City 4 Liverpool 1 Man, it really kept me going for a second when Salah scored I was like we're doing it again we're going yeah, to so
0: I want to point out that when I text you that positive like, I hope you're watching the game mate Salah would just put it in and it looked like Liverpool were going to score yeah um, they, they tripped us obviously by by the end of the game I felt really bad I was like oh, I hope he's not watching the game <laughs> they they tricked us they
1: they lulled me into a false sense of security where I dared to dream again it's amazing Mm. how quickly you can just believe that everything's fine it
0: takes like
1: like one challenge one good slide tackle and I'm like we're going to get top four it just all turns around but no this was a slow
0: death I know the result is disappointing right but you can take heart because you're definitely the winners of the first 20 minutes (laughs) <laughs> honestly yes, first 20 work. minutes it was like hey, they're back they're back and yeah. then it just regressed into absolute <laughs> it was farcical by the end really the defending man we'll just talk about defending i mean the goals are really nice in fact no let's talk about Salah's goal of Yotta. Yotta kind of suddenly becomes a 2v1 from a long ball i think isn't it or it just yeah. plays through the middle i could be wrong and then he kind of just holds off a kanji and just create space for Salah to absolutely side-foot wallop it in. and I was like, oh my goodness, that's such a nice goal, you know. It
1: was a nice goal. It was, I feel like it wasn't planned. I don't think Jotter was intending to lay it off at any point. It just kind of happened. and You know, Mo Salah, still a very good player, mate. He's still lethal.
0: Mm. Well, I mean, it was a great finish. A kind of finish that's like, whoa, well, takes you back a little bit. And really yeah. punching a city's gut. And it was like, what a city made of here. Because they were, they were without Haaland and we're going to talk about that because I actually think they're a better team without Erling Harland than with Julian Alvarez in that role
1: there is very little drop off isn't there disappointingly you think Mm. you take like 42 goals out of the team and they won't score as many goals but no they're just banging out for four all different goal scorers as well of course they are a very good team they are very very good they're doing that thing now they're doing that it's the end of the season should we just win all the games lads kind of thing and
0: it's a bit ominous it's very ominous, and if Liverpool couldn't, you know, Liverpool can't do it. There's not much hope. You know, Liverpool, the the kind of the, the new rivals of 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 City, and it really felt like a significant one in the sense of where where Liverpool currently are in that battle. We're, we're nowhere near, mate. We're well, not. just we're not, not there. We're not just rivals not anymore.
1: I'd say our rivals are Aston Villa,
0: Chelsea, <laughs> oh, no. Brentford.
1: It's, that's that's our rivals this season. Yeah. Well, I mean, run let's clubs. talk
0: the elephants in the room because I actually think both fullbacks were guilty of just some crazy defending at least crazy defensive positioning because both Robbo and Trent were caught out massively for two of the goals and it's just their game is to go forward and there's there's a reason why they've got some of the most you know impressive attacking stats but defensively they're yeah. all, over, they they all are, over the place they're all over the place they're all
1: they're they are bad they're regressing everyone's regressing I don't know anymore. I don't know. I, Is it system though? Is it just a system thing? Like End of the Day. Not so long ago, I would say they were the best fullbacks in the world. It was it oh, was debatable but it wasn't it wasn't it was pretty clear that they were definitely up there, you know, within like one or two. And now they you don't just turn into being very bad or very average, do you? So there's mm. a bigger malaise going on. There's probably a system thing. I do find it slightly concerning that Jurgen Klopp continues to do the exact same thing every game, like basically the same formation, same personnel, same high like high press. You feel like at some point he could just mix it up a little bit, you know, just try something a bit different, free at the back, for example, just to see, just to see. Yeah. It's not like he's we're... not very flexible, is he? No, he's very wedded to it. He's always been very wedded to this specific formation, and I rate that system manager you get to do one thing but now that we can't press is there any point playing the pressing formation if we're not going to do the thing you know it's like trying to play a possession game and having really shit ball playing players all over the pitch you got mm. you got to take a step back and look at what you've got and look at where it's going wrong and find the best solution to cover as many flaws as possible and still maximise what you've got so we can't press mate we've got no legs so let's just let's just sit back keep it tight get the Sean Deitch kind of mantra going on. Just be like we won't concede. We'll probably score a goal. Yeah.
0: We'll take it from there. Yeah. Well just Robbo I think it was the first goal that City scored. For Robbo's just like marauding up the left and it's just been it's just been caught out, mate. And I just like I just mm. if it was Trent, the slander would be would be all over the place. But I felt like Robbo's a little bit more protected. But you have to call it as you see it. And I just feel like it's a system thing at this point. Because the fullbacks are instructed to go that high up, you know? Mm-hmm to create that overlap but it's just like it's, it's known about Liverpool especially isn't it we've been seeing it all season and then when you come against the best team you can't be having two of your backs just I feel bad for Van Dijk because Van Dijk's taking a lot of stick at the moment but I he's do getting feel a lot the like system's slack. not he's not helping and it just needs a, re, a, re, a revamp
1: I think that's fair I also think he's played a ridiculous amount of games with someone who had a bad injury like, mm. he just looks knackered they all look knackered but they're all also terrible currently Every bad performance, you know, with all these juicy managers coming onto the scene all of a sudden, there will be a point where Jurgen is at risk. That point may never come. Well, wow. we're surprisingly I was gonna loyal, ask you. aren't we, Look, Liverpool fans? We're surprisingly loyal to Jurgen, and that doesn't change here. But at some point, he's got to, he's got to fucking try something different, you know? Because mm. you think sometimes mm. just new voices, new ideas, really work wonders, don't they?
0: Well, it's just like it's a sliding doors moment for Liverpool going into the summer, isn't it? Because they need to revamp it from top to bottom. It needs to be—it's a, a big summer, especially with what like Michael very big Ward summer. leaving as well. You know, your head of scouting—it's just a big summer, and I don't think loads of Liverpool fans probably have hope that FSG can really do it. That's what's needed.
1: Yeah. So no, there is absolutely no chance that Bellingham's coming. Liverpool no. fans, if you're listening, you're being fed a load of rubbish. All right, it's propaganda. Mm. Just to keep you happy till we get to the end of the season, and then guess what? We're gonna go all in for Mason Mount, and he's not gonna choose us, and we're gonna end oh. up with some pretty decent free transfer. Probably the guy from Eintracht Frankfurt. I don't know. He'll he'll be be some, right.
0: Mason Mount be a good signing, but again, he's not gonna fix. Liverpool, like it's deeper than that. That's what Liverpool need to fix. So, you know, I do want to talk about Jackie Jackie Greenish because he was he was brilliant on me. He? He's know finally
1: answer, so. he's finally had a good game.
0: He was He's good finally
1: come back to buy me. He was really good. He was really good. Mm. Still got a long way to go to pay back hundred mil, but that was a couple of mil paid back right there. It was a really good performance. Obviously, yeah. being a Premier League watchers, the thing that we immediately love was him tracking back, and stopping Salah, squaring to Jota, and then going up the other end, yeah, providing the assist within like a minute or two. That just yeah. maximizes what we actually rate. Bicycle kicks, but not that often. But mm. all action, like one side of the field to the other, defensive work and then offensive work, we're like, that's it. That's what we like to see. Oh,
0: mate. Well, it was, it's massive in the context of things. The Liverpool go 2-0 up. You know, it's nice that that stuff gets recognised. But, I mean, yeah, last person you expect to see bolting it back is Jack Grealish. But yeah. there he was. He was, it was fast, fast, mate. Kept up with it. Mo. So, Damn, I know. dang. Oh, yeah, I'm glad you put this in. So, what did you think about Guardiola bloody... Oh, I don't know what you call it was he celebrating for he was shaking their hands and shit just, he's, just, he's just a weird guy isn't he he just does weird stuff sometimes
1: I really enjoyed his press conference after where he was like what did I do me who did I offend was that offensive and they are like yeah it's kind of offensive he was like oh, I'm so sorry I'm so 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 sorry i so, <laughs> yeah. so so sorry you know what I'm saying <laughs> like? I'm, so so, I'm so sorry you're so salty <laughs> what? he's just a wind up merchant I actually I'm here for it I love it so much what I will say is on balance if Arteta had done that I'd be slagging him off right now so maybe I'm biased yeah I know but Pep, but Klopp Pep's, Klopp does that sometimes you know people do that he's I don't know that was merchant. a bit much
0: so wasn't it like I mean luckily Costa seemed to be taking it well and Arthur bloody shook his hand so it can't well, have been that offensive Arthur's, what was actually being said
1: Arthur literally hasn't played a minute for Liverpool so he's he, who is he he's just a passenger yeah but did it did it offend you as a Liverpool fan mm, Nah, because you know Pep you know that he's just a weird guy
0: sometimes and he just does weird stuff
1: it did it feel like
0: he it, 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 I read it as like it was like wow he's really rubbing it in you know like. yeah but then Costa seemed to have a little smirk on his face and he felt like if the cameras weren't on him he would have shook his hand potentially yeah I don't, I don't know it was just it was a weird one I don't think anything bad was said I, don't, I think it looks worse from the outside than what was actually happening judging by their reactions but because you know yeah. that he, this could be one of the. You know, do you remember when he was just. Pep Guardiola was just having
1: a massive go at Nathan Redmond at the end of a game for no reason. It yeah, just felt a bit true. like moments like that, where he's just going a bit mad. And he's just completely lost his head and he's forgot those cameras. Felt a bit like that.
0: Classic Pep. Just a weird guy. He's a weird guy in a weird yeah. world. And what a start to the weekend fixtures that was. So, yeah. I mean, it was a good time to move on, bro. Let's go on to the other 4 1. You know anything you can do, we can do exactly the same. Apparently, <laughs> not quite the same opposition, but we'll give it. Arsenal four, Leeds one, and the return of Jesus in April, which is also fitting. I mean, I've yes. been said many times on football Twitter already, but I Let's actually thought it. about it before. I promise. Say it, mate. Yep, he has risen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, just the time for it. Easter Sunday. Oh, I wish it. always wish it that had turns. happened. On Easter Sunday, here he is,
0: mate. I mean, there you go. Just, I know we've done well since he's got injured, but that is what he brings to the team, you know. 0-0 you could almost say Leeds had the better kind of chances. They're hitting us on the break, and we weren't really doing anything. And then dodgy penalty, I would give it a dodgy penalty, but it's a, it's a penalty. He sticks his leg out like wildly up. If you make any yeah. contact, it's just it's a penalty, isn't it?
1: Do you know it? It felt like one of them where he'd gone down really early. Martinelli basically
0: had time to go yeah yeah I'm going to go for mm. was it Martinini? no it was,
1: Gab- it was Gabby was Jesus it? it was Jesus ah yeah yeah like um, oh god I can't remember any names right now it's, I'm tired it's late oh, Whoever, Luke Ayling Luke Ayling yeah he slid so early and he was just on the floor he was just at the mercy oh, of Jesus at that point
0: well look, Jesus done did him didn't he With yeah his little trickery he's good at that I never knew Jesus had that in him it's only because he's moved to Arsenal that I've really seen that but that's what he brings it's just that little kind of Bit of magic that gets you that opportunity, you know the little shimmies, mate it's Samba football, it's great. Would you like
1: to? Uh, would you like to eulogise about what a great captain Odegaard is for letting Jay take the penalty?
0: Oh, such a! God, I don't even know if that's deserving of praise. Like it's common sense, isn't it? He's just won you the pen. The guy hasn't scored in six months. Like it's his home debut since returning from injury. His first start. I mean, you're not a captain if you if you don't hand that over. But then also, like Ronaldo wouldn't, bro. Like you're right Like maybe it is a sign of a good captain because there's plenty of captains who wouldn't well, hand that over what I was trying to reference was that there was a
1: I think it was Harry Kane and there was a I think Richarlison won a penalty and Harry Kane was like give me that ball <laughs> Richarlison needs a goal let's be real and Harry uh, Kane was like absolutely not <laughs> and you know nil-nil it's not like it was a pity penalty it's a very important no, moment
0: no 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 okay well with that in mind yes yeah, he makes a fucking good captain isn't it I mean Everything it takes, else it do, takes a Let's shred right. a shred of emotional intelligence to realise that maybe you should hand that ball over <laughs> Harry Kane <you're laughs> gonna hang your head to shave So that is so bad but it Harry was a Kane nice must have a wicked goal bonus mate, <laughs> oh, mate. he loves he just it just wants that record bro he just wants that yeah. fuck Harry Kane mate fuck you mate uh, uh, it was a good pen from Hazus it was calm I was a bit nervous for him when he ran up and did that yeah well, he did a little shimmy and then just hit it down the middle as I suspected he would safe bet um, and from that point on really dominated the game Main into it was, the second half it was just classic classic Arsenal I think for the last
1: three or four games I've said it on every podcast you've just had the game wrapped up by about 60 minutes just completely done yeah. like your three even sometimes by half time and you're just like yeah we're just going to cruise it now we're just going to conserve energy yeah, manage the I game mean, like yeah they goal. scored like whatever doesn't matter we'll score another one just just Bring the gears all the way down to first gear and just know that we've got more levels. We've shown you. If you if you want if you want to go, we'll go up another gear, but let's just let's just see the game out now, lads.
0: And I think that is part of Arteta's tactic actually is to Small squads good management. Dial it down.
1: Yeah, you rest on the ball. That's what City always do. They kill yeah. you within one and half last and then they just ten ride minutes.
0: Out. Last ten minutes of each half apparently is when Arsenal and City turn it back up. So Not I think really. they actually choose periods of the game in which they, you know, have more yeah. intensity. So you're probably right in the sense that they do slow it down for long periods of the game, and it's just nice to watch, to be honest. This is great football. Ben White again scored. What a goal! So funny, isn't um, it?
1: It's just so yeah. typical, isn't it? Doesn't hasn't scored for Arsenal now? He's got two in what two weeks or two in three
0: games or something? Maybe two two and four, two and three. Yeah, he's brilliant. I love Ben White. He's really he's really a good fullback now. <laughs> he's really good but arrive, he's back. he's he's actually really good. Is that there's nothing
1: really else you good? can say no. uh, completely, completely glossed over the fact that John Stones was playing at centre mid in the last game whatever we move I just no, want to say I mean, John Stones is now
0: Cancello Cancello's gone John, Stone
1: John is Stones John Stones is the
0: next he's the next one to like digivolve yeah into this, he's, he's graduated from the pep school he's, he's, he's got literally he's got all of the professors in the lab <laughs> the right now to change him into something else Cancello was too going. easy you
1: know he was too much of a midfielder yeah, yeah. already wow. you need someone Man who's
0: proper it. proper centre they back they created here. a monster in Cancello you know what I mean yeah. he got too big for his boots they they, they, they made it too powerful so yeah <laughs> <laughs> so to, to go, go. <laughs> I'll tell you who's yeah. too powerful though Trossard you see Trossard's assist meant yeah for that he's, he's
1: so good at like feigning one way and then going the other like so quickly yeah, as well it? his ability to like turn on the ball and just yeah it's just, he did it he did it a couple of weeks ago and he did it in this game for his assist as well just like that turn of pace to just trick you one way and then go another It's so good he's so good are you are you missing Mudrick still or are you, you getting over it yet I mean, come it's on, just this
0: what could have been. Seven assists. It, I, I, I know seven assists would, I'm, this is this is no shade on Leo. Like, but it's, it's just it, what could have been with Madrid. That's what I'm saying. We just don't know, and we'll never know. And maybe that. Maybe maybe the dream is more seductive this is, than the reality. Yeah. You know, Trossard is just efficient in the system. He can play across the front four. Like, he's playing on the right today, but he's been playing on the left. He's been playing false nine. Like, we've needed that. He's got us through this period without Gabby Jesus and made us a better team for it. But it's just the dream. The dream will never die. I love it. Free, you've got free Madrid. You've got the perfect signing, but you're always
1: looking at the the fantasy. What could have been? Based on what I I I've think, seen, I think made, also
0: though. Sorry, no, fuck it, i will go for it. I think also <laughs> it's because you can see how unhappy he is at Chelsea. You know, like you know in his heart, it's not like he's made. It's not like he's loving it either, despite signing a mega nine year contract and moving for 90 mil. So, I think the hurt goes both ways, mate. Do <laughs> you reckon? I mean, he's definitely I having do, a bad mate. time. He could be playing, literally, on the left wing with Zinny, right? So, him and Zinny on the left, you know, like your compatriot, big character, help you oh, bed in. That would have been so like,
1: nice, actually. Such yeah. a bromance. Now he's got
0: fucking Chilwell who's He's probably just like, who is this geezer? And Cucurella, who, let's not talk about Cucurella, we're going to come on to him because I'm going to trash him in this part. So
1: He's trash.
0: Yeah. He's trash. So... Yeah, it's just so many things where I just feel like Madrid made the wrong step and, okay, whatever. This is not right. a Madrid pod, mate. Yeah, you know what?
1: Listener, we'll try again next week. He's still a bit bitter. He can't get over it. But Trossard is the best signing of January so far. Well, yeah, probably. mate,
0: Trossard, seven seven assists since he come in. That's absolutely mental, mate. That's only since January as well. Um, we should also talk about, before we go on, Odegaard's assist for Xhaka's goal. Oh, man. It's just pinged it, mate. So Odegaard good, is so Odegaard. good at football. He's just, just so, so good. good isn't he? He's just so, so much better than everyone
1: else, isn't
0: he? I can't believe that people, Arsenal fans, wanted James Madison over him in the summer. That's crazy. Not not this summer, but the previous summer. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Which just shows, so mate, fans don't know
1: shit sometimes. Most of the time. That's why we're not paid to do that job. Mm. We just want something shiny and new. Actually, mm. Odegaard was there all along. Look at him now look at Martinelli no. now he was cheap
0: look at Saka it was all there It's all there already mate it's just literally a dream front three at the moment and we've secured their futures by the looks of it so happy days will we win the league? Oh, I just don't know it all comes down to that game against City if we lose it it's all to play for for, for every team if we draw we could believe it'll be out of City's hands but it's a it's a tough run of
1: fixtures so let's it's move on it's still out, still out of their hands mate I'm pretty sure you're going to win it you just look really good it's not like the best Arsenal team I've seen in 10-15 years at least 15 years I
0: reckon yeah two thousand and eight, with Eduardo Nasri Fabregas that was a good team
1: this is CP. just a really good team you're not showing like any
0: weakness still you're not showing like it's lucky
1: like some right. scrappy wins
0: but they're pretty deserved Rob Holden at the back was very good today but it's always a worry against the big teams I don't know what the timeline is for Saliba to come back, so that could be a big loss. It's just it's just small things now, isn't it? it Trust the things. process, mate. Rob Holding's got this. Mate, if Rob... Who... Oh, mate, let's just talk about it until we're closer. It's still nine games off. Anyway, game of the week. Brighton free. Brentford free. I actually think this is really harsh. Brighton had an XG of like 4.5. I know XG's fucking stupid to go by, but they yeah. really out, outdid Brentford in this game. And Brentford... Just Brentford did them. I would say, play.
1: arguably... The two teams played their own games anyway. Brentford are a yeah. counter-attacking team. They play counter-attacking football, direct football, set pieces, and they're very clinical. And Brighton, completely opposite. They control possession, they like to dominate you, and they like to not score. They like to have a worse or less goals than their XG. So in, yeah. in some ways, they both just play to their strengths, and that's why it's such a good game. It's not like they nullified each other. They're both quite happy with the way like it played out. It was just who two was very likable teams, isn't it? Two teams, Battle of the best so. run clubs, mate. Yeah, it is. Battle of, it best was of the rest. The original Tony Bloom versus Tony Bloom Acolyte. And that's why it's such
0: good Yeah, them. it's true. It's true. The Tony the Bloom Derby. Really well run clubs and yeah, it was a great game. End to end. So much drama as well. It would have been it would have been unjust if un, oh, I can't even think of the word. Unjust if Brentford had actually won this but it took a 90 minute fucking penalty from my camister at the end of the day to to get the point so oh, that's just crazy I mean where do you want to begin this from? I
1: think I'd like to start with Brentford scoring from a throw in routine I thought it was a long throw because I was only half paying attention the first time but mm. actually it was a really nice routine They just it was just simple just play it to a guy he laid you know like when you do shoot corner to get a different angle they just did that and I was like we don't see that that often weirdly throw ins are usually so like Contested and so scrappy and this was just a lovely routine It was just like laid it off he was like there you go just whipped it in and it was a goal and I was like of course Brentford set piece kings they are, they are, are so kings, good mate. at they set are. pieces it's actually crazy makes me wonder what excuse does any team have to not be able to like be good at set pieces if they can not just like have the lowest budget in the league but also be the best at set pieces and be like 8th all with way less resources. Like, well, how, fucking hard, to d- how fucking hard is it, though, to like organise defence
0: or train set-pieces? Just get another coach in. To a degree, Sean Dyches Burnley were pretty good at set-pieces, or they dominated that area of the game. And that's why they stayed up on a low budget. So it is possible. But we have Andreas Georgeson, right, who was a Brentford set-piece coach before he came to Arsenal. Um, and he obviously worked with Brentford... And then when he come to Arsenal to try and implement the ideas, it was too complicated for Arsenal, who had never trained in anything. Whereas Brentford players have been used to these kind of really intricate. So maybe it is quite difficult and maybe it takes time because, you know, Brentford have been at yeah. like this for a long time to maximise that. that but I just, I, yeah,
1: but I just, I, just find it,
0: I just find it very strange that it's such an anomaly that we're
1: praising someone for just being good at like a very obvious and dominant part of the game. And that everyone else is just so average. Like how many times did you just see, like Brendan, yeah, but I mean, I've Brendan Rodgers see... and Leicester cannot defend a corner. Still, still can't defend a corner. That should be a sackable offence after six months wow. of that, bro. Come maybe on. it was.
0: Yeah, but I'd love to see Brentford's potential XG, for example, compared to a normal team. You know, maybe until Brentford have started doing it, it really hasn't been. You know, seen as a viable, a viable option. But but I don't think that's true because I feel like
1: every time every fan when you get a corner you feel something inside of you like this could be it even though the chance is like 1% it's like 1 out of 100 corners go in so that's what feel, I mean still feel like a big
0: chance exponentially higher is it like 22% it's not, a, it's, not a it's not a secret it's not a secret that they're a weapon I think it, to, to in a degree it is a secret because otherwise everyone would be amazing at corners and set pieces it's only because Brentford are so good is now we're questioning it so maybe Brentford are the outlier in that whole thing well we can agree
1: that they are the best by far and what they're also very good at is I don't know I went the wrong way with that tangent I'm just going to ignore that uh, Matomas <laughs> Chip <laughs> that was really nice oh, wow. very root one smooth. very unbrightened but I enjoyed it a lot something very nice Needs about masks. seeing uh, Jason Steele of was it Sunderland Till I Die fame I think think he was the goaliest Sunderland slid down the league's Jason Steele just is it? very weird seeing him tee up Matoma with just a route one
0: goal kick when did Jason Steele usurp Robert Sanchez in the goal? it
1: happened a few weeks ago when Robert Sanchez was just pissing around and being just being silly
0: yeah there was on. a couple of clangers wasn't there recently with, yeah, with Sanchez but it's pretty Jason brutal came in
1: and then Deserve said currently and I'm, this is not a direct quote but he basically said currently Jason Steele is a better stylistic fit for us I thought wow what does that mean but then I see it I see it in action what he means is he can kick it really fucking far really accurately and release Matoma
0: and it works mm.
1: mate and it bloody works just just don't even worry about the, the press just go over it we've gone full circle with pressing now where just, it just makes sense to just go long yeah
0: almost like people just trying to play out the back for the sake of everyone else is doing it when actually like guys if you can't do it just whack it long you know yeah. like, goodness me Deserby needs some credit you know I have to say he's since he's come in they've been I mean Potter got them to ninth last season right and was praised for that fair enough when he left he left them at fourth place this season but Deserby scored 49 goals Well, Brighton scored 49 goals compared to 42 goals at the whole of last season so there's 10 games left and they've scored 7 goals more Ooh! so Deserby actually is like I think he's outperforming Potters he's Brighton deserving of some more credit perhaps well i mean he's getting his props because he's getting linked to a host of top jobs available top jobs i swear to god if he goes to chelsea
1: i'm actually i'm actually gonna piss myself i think tony
0: bloom might actually just pack it in if if he goes to chelsea it's easy just get potter back in just get potter back in (laughs) yeah nice is it a downgrade now though i just don't know like yeah because I i think Deserby actually might even be better and to, yeah. to get his ideas so quickly like there's so many amazing ideas as well like there's a stupid not stupid one there's obviously a reason but um, you'll notice that Brighton centre backs will stop the ball with their studs apparently this is like a Deserby thing so his centre backs apparently need to or have been trained to stop the ball at the top of their studs so the ball perfectly stops before distributing the ball okay. apparently Deserby says it's it makes the, the pass through the lines easier or, oh, I don't know mate, but you know, we're talking about a guy who's got some real ideas mate. Yeah, a real mind. I
1: remember we talked about it when he came over saying how he used to piss people off in Italy because Italy is probably more, it's a weird way to put it, but more Brexit than England in a lot of ways in that they're like, this is Italy, we do things in the Italian way, you know, very, mm. very rigid. Mm. And yeah. he was just fucking with the whole system, you know, and just messing with people, they didn't like it. So he's obviously like, He's not scared to try stuff. He'd be a bit of a renegade, and yeah, he's he's doing bits. Do you think he'll stay long at Brighton? I think so. He's got a good thing going. I think a couple of seasons, then he can probably take his pick of any I know. any job, basically, bar maybe like Real Madrid and probably just Real Madrid, actually.
0: I know, but I mean, you know, if he carries on, we're just going to see another Potter scenario where a top club comes in for him. It won't Go. be just restricted to English clubs like Potter you know people like Juventus will come knocking. knock in some big Italian clubs I imagine if he continues so
1: oh I don't know he, he hasn't got many fans in Italy I can weirdly see him ending up at Tottenham and it all working out
0: he does remind me a bit like Potch as well yeah like a natural successor to Poch so watch Poch this space, space. Mm. watch this space <laughs> And this right. Place. <laughs> one more, or do we leave it there? I think we can do one more actually. Oh, no don't know, mate, cause this? This is a big one. This is a big one. Yeah, I. I what, can we break. do? No, can we just do Newcastle United then?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds good.
0: <laughs> Newcastle two, Manchester United
1: 0. Manchester United not very good away from home. That's my analysis. They not very are good on at a all. slide. I mean, it has they coincided with s- Casemiro. Slip and sliding Yeah So One man team Who knew Who knew But Yeah they went from title Outside title contenders You know like They weren't ever going to win it But it
0: wasn't It wasn't impossible Going into the Arsenal game Yeah If they'd won the Arsenal game I think they would have been Two points behind or something Yeah now we look at them And they're
1: top four contenders Not nailed on anymore at all (laughs) So They're behind
0: Newcastle Which was a real shock to me Yes
1: Yes Newcastle leapfrogged them and really? everything's square. Newcastle have a much better goal difference so advantage Newcastle. And truthfully, Newcastle absolutely battered them in this game. Like, pretty much from start to finish they just completely outfought them, dominated them. It was actually quite embarrassing at times. This could have been on another day 5-0. If it was one of those days like the Liverpool one where everything just went in and Man United just conceded with every shot. This could have honestly been 5-0 to Newcastle. I'm not even exaggerating. I think Newcastle hit the bar like two times. A couple of scrambles off the line and they still lost 2-0. Yeah, two new- wow,
0: yeah. Without De Gea, it would have been a lot, a lot messier this scoreline. Um, it's the first half. Newcastle were all over them. And yeah. I think Man United players said it was down to Newcastle had more passion than us, which is not what you want to hear. That's really. a very
1: disturbing admission, isn't it, from any player yeah. to say that. Especially when there's so much to fight for. Man United having such a good season, it's just slipping a bit.
0: Yeah, and it's true. I mean, Newcastle were way up for it, and they should have expected that after they beat them in the Carabao Cup final a couple of weeks ago. So, true discre- screams of naivety on United's part, and they were way off the pace. And yeah, I don't know. I, I guess without Ericsson and Casemiro in the middle, they're just they're just a bit rubbish again.
1: Yes, yeah. but Tom and A had a very good international break, an almost unbelievable international break, where he managed to score four goals in two games. But he's still not that guy, <laughs> game to game he's got he's not got that in him as as shown apparently but yeah
0: game to game you're not sure about him you wouldn't want him as you start in centre mid I think but everyone then, can universally agree on that
1: yeah but then like they had they had Longstaff was it Matty Longstaff no Sean Longstaff Sean playing for Newcastle he was yeah. absolutely amazing and I'd say that he's him and Scott mm. Tominay are the same person to me if I had to just describe footballers I'd say they're basically the same that's my very uh, amateur view on that but you know what I mean so but the, the difference between them in that match was very big but I'd say they're both just solid two and a half star players
0: a couple of stats
1: a couple of stats yeah. before we wrap it up Manchester United haven't scored a goal in the Premier League since the 19th of February it's now the 3rd of April it's interesting isn't it and ah. in this game they had one shot on target all game do you know what that shot was No, it was Anthony from twenty-five yards, and it was an awful shot. It was just so average. That was the only shot they had all game on target. Newcastle, by contrast, had six shots on target and twenty-two shots to Manchester United six. They got absolutely peppered, Man United. It was it was crazy. Wow, wow, yeah. It it was it was a domination. It was actually a domination, and I feel like St James's Park. That could be where Arsenal's title challenge stumbles, because going oh, there, I, yeah, I agree. they frustrate the hell out of you. They have got the time wasting down to a tee. The crowd is very like, very on your back. It's a very, it's a very well, nasty place also, to go. They and, also
0: smashed us four nil last year at same same point of the season to end our top four hopes pretty much.
1: Ooh, so there's a bit of a, that was
0: that was the game where it went out of our hands, and I, I just see that if we either drop points to Liverpool and or City. Newcastle realistically be the game where we can fluff it. They lose control, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, I feel like playing there must be a really horrible experience. Same as like Anfield or like Goodison back when Everton were actually good. Where like the crowd is just so on your back, mm. and then like you just stop playing your normal game, you get really frustrated. The time wasting just adds to it, you know. Just the play acting, just the theatrics. Like Newcastle know
0: how to wind you up. It's a just frustrating and. It's annoying because they have the kind of quality now to back up the level of, as you say, atmosphere that you deal with at Newcastle. When you have the two things together, it's a very dangerous cocktail. So yeah, I'm not looking forward to Newcastle away, to be honest.
1: Nah, tough place to go again, finally. Tough place. Very tough place and yeah, I think just like that, they're in the driving seat for top four and the Saudi project is back ahead of schedule.
0: Well, they're nailed on top four now, but... Still, never know, mate. Never they could just stop scoring goals again. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: don't know anymore.
0: Who knows? Well, comprehensive that coverage. Couldn't have gone any better. Man <laughs> United are back to where they belong. And Newcastle are hitting new heights. Crazy stuff. Right, we're yep. gonna take a break. And when we're back, we got the rest. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to From the Back Seat. So we've actually we've, we've changed our schedule, and that is solely because we wanted to dedicate a bit more time to Chelsea. What is going on at Chelsea anymore? Honestly, Oof. so Graham Potter is gone. He's gone. He's gone. I he lost his six that. months. We have lasted longer than Graham Potter. Damn. Damn. We actually didn't. Wasn't even close. It wasn't, wasn't even close. close. No. No. Um, so yeah he's gone I feel like Nagelsmann leaving Bayern Munich has started a chain reaction of managers getting sacked Chelsea have shit themselves and they want Nagelsmann Potter's gone Leicester have got rid of Rodgers because Potter's available I reckon it's just a merry-go-round now I can see Potter going to Leicester potentially I see Nagelsmann going to Chelsea and I can see Brendan just sitting at home looking at his big self-portrait of Brendan just stroking it <laughs> <laughs> He's also oh, a very strange man, Brendan. Yeah, but I yeah, Graham Potter, Chelsea nil, Aston Villa know. two. Got smashed by the team below you. Got smashed by
0: Villa. Yeah, it's, it was a really poor result. Actually, they did get smashed as well. Smash and grab.
1: The, yeah, the XG suggested Chelsea should have won, but XG is a meaningless statistic, really. If it's every game, suggests you should have won. But you this don't. is it.
0: I watched it, and again, you know, it's like Chelsea did everything right clearly dominated the game but also Unai Emery came with a game plan which was launch it long and try and get Ollie Watkins on the break and Chelsea just sloppy he just gives the ball away or I don't know like so many chances came to Ollie Watkins on the break just through Chelsea's sloppiness but we have to just question why of a back three you've got Kulla Kulabali and Reese James oh. as three centre-backs mate doesn't make that's any illegal, sense, bro. That's illegal, mate. It's illegal. Like that's a sackable offence, in my opinion. And just, yeah, Rhys James is pointless if you're going to play him that far back. Like, why like, would you
1: do that to him, bro? He's he's you're basically your only attacking weapon. It feels like sometimes the only true goal threat, really, that you can rely on. So why on earth would you do that,
0: mate? It's just mad. And they were poor. They were so poor. Like Cucurello, poor defensively, poor for the goal. Missed just like awful that. for the goal. Just, just headed it straight back to nobody. Yeah. Well, he's just like he's he's not a centre back, is he? So why, why are you playing him like that? Just
1: he's exploited. Just, he's just very very average, isn't it? He's just very average. He's just a very average. Everyone that's good in Brighton. This is what I think everyone needs to understand, but they won't. They won't learn this lesson. McAllister, he's probably really average. We don't know that because he plays for Brighton and he looks amazing. And he oh did oh win a nah, World he Cup. Was,
0: yeah, he was good for the World but, Cup.
1: But, so what, but I'm, I'm trying won. to give like context. you know. Just because they're good at Brighton in that system doesn't mean they're going to be no, good for you. Kaiseido, maybe he's just average. You know, Maybe he's slow as fuck. We don't know. You can't judge people based on a really good system in Brighton. Everyone looks good. You could put anyone into Brighton and they would look better than if they played for someone else. So, mm. we should learn from this, but we won't. But yeah, Kukurea... He's just not that guy.
0: He's not that he's guy. He's just a really expensive squad player. Well, he's certainly really not expensive. a centre back. You know, it's like I could. He could maybe get away with some of these defensive deficiencies, that fullback, because it's just he what, doesn't it's have the attacking output to be a,
1: a Chelsea fullback or Chelsea back. and he doesn't have the defensive stability. He, what is
0: he? What's the point of him? He's just all right. No, we have slandered him a lot, though, in this, on this pod, but he's probably one yeah. of the only people that hasn't proven us wrong throughout the whole season and he's just been pretty poor Mudrick again was poor he missed that one on one God knows yeah. what he was thinking there he's, maybe he wanted Potified he screamed of that that's literally strangest I just don't get it personally oh he's done it that it was like I just want to get it on target wasn't it it was like I don't think I'm going to mm. score I just don't want to embarrass myself I was like here we go here we go he's going to do it he's going to do He he's shot so early straight down the middle it's just I don't know he's
1: he's entering major flop territory right now no, still early days he's sharp. still got 8 years on his contract his but 88 mil what one assist that was very just very fortunate won mm, anything yeah there's nothing so far to suggest that he's going to be a good signing I mean I don't <sighs> Chelsea
0: just didn't look like they they, they they just didn't look like they thought they could get back into the game they did, they just they looked defeated after the second goal. Simple as that. And it was still like sixty minutes on the clock. Yep. Nice I think you. I
1: want to go in on Chelsea more, but let's let's at least talk about Villa a little bit first. Yeah, they were good. Um, they were, they were good. Ollie Watkins, the first Aston Villa player ever to score in five consecutive away games. And it was wow, a really nice chance. Yeah. So that's really good. After scoring in five consecutive games, he's now scored in five consecutive away games as well.
0: He's on he fire. gets a lot of chances. You know, he could have had two two goals. I think of that one on one with where he just absolutely shanked it wide. But you mm. often find him just getting himself in those positions. He's got that kind of. He's good enough, isn't he, for Villa to, right, to right snuff now? Snuff out chances. Yeah, he's, he's a
1: solid mid-table striker. There's not many good strikers like Premier League strikers at the moment. Most teams no, would good. would kill for Ollie Watkins. You know? Yeah,
0: he's like Callum Wilson, isn't he? He's just a striker through and through. He's just got that kind of noose about him. So, yeah, I was really impressed with him. It was a great lob. Kepper. Ah, just that that was... like Kepper couldn't have done anything. With we should probably talk about John McGinn's goal. That was outrageously good. That was phenomenal. It was outrageously good, that one, wasn't it? I don't know
1: what to say, He's really. just an absolute screamer. Just out of nothing, really.
0: screamer. Like... Just hit it.
1: Just the fact that he hit it first time and hit it so hard. It was like that, a that
0: shot as well.
1: He just oh, yeah. That thing. normally goes just up, up, and out of the stage. Well, that's that what Potter kind of, of
0: said in his final kind of interview, didn't he? He said, you know, if we look at John McGinn's shot, the XG and that was really low.
1: Yeah, and you'd be like, but the shot did go in. So yeah.
0: Well, this is where XG maybe needs to be kind of reworked because and Mr. that well, is Potter's body about, of work.
1: Same, yeah. same at Brighton. He's just an XG guy. He's an XG guy. He, he lives Every, and all, by the I reckon XG. all of his coaching is orientated around low XG areas of the pitch or areas where there's less chance of conceding and they just gamble you know mm. similar to what Sean Dice does Sean Dice would always back Nick Pope back in the day to save long range shots so he'd just be like yeah 25 yards from goal just never have it no dramas mm, mm. I think Potter's probably a bit similar in that regard everything's based on probability but and it the probability it's not available. everything when you have exceptional players you know they make the improbable probable.
0: Yeah. It's, just, it's a strange one. This is going to be a blemish. Cotter. All right, back,
1: always... to, back to slamming Chelsea. Todd. Todd Bowley. What a fucking shit owner he is. Jesus no. Christ. I love him, really. but... You had to come on. really. No, no, I'm not having it. You can't come in and buy Chelsea and say it's going to be different this time. I know he's not the only one involved. You can't say we're going to do things differently and then be the first... <laughs> The first owner. Abramovich never did this. The yeah, first owner at Chelsea's fired two managers. And we don't Come even know season. if he's done. We don't even know if he's done. So he is, things are different. They're even more chaotic than they were. The I kind get that, it though. Yeah, but bro, like there's rumours that because they've spent so much money, their youth team is really struggling to bring people in now because all the young players are looking at them and saying there's no pathways. There's no way I'm getting through. Look at the people. Yeah, like, they should have known that. yes they should have known that and you thought maybe they've got a master plan maybe they know what they're doing maybe we don't understand what they're doing I don't think I don't think they know what they're doing basically Chelsea had the best academy in England the amount of talent that was coming through was disturbing said Mm. it for like five years started with Lotus Cheek then Mason Mount Reese James Conor Gallagher Billy Gilmore so many so many of them so many imagine if they wreck the best academy in the world chasing all of these average squad players or ridiculously overinflated stars which they have done now and they'll be stuck with them they will have to pay some off to leave because they're not going to comply with FFP because they gambled or get the Champions League and they're not going to do it and they've got all of them on 8-year contracts so they can't get rid of them but who's going to buy Madrid? 40 mil probably already realistically so Todd Bowley has potentially wrapped himself in just a big loss already and yeah. he probably doesn't even have the capacity to double down because they they spent they've already spent next summer next summer next next summer
0: they've already spent all that budget no, I think their money's alright though I think their money's okay but obviously they they can't keep spending as they are spending I've read like maybe like eight months ago that they the feeling among academy players' parents is that Chelsea's academy standard as a whole has gone down from kind of coaching in general and so maybe there is you know maybe there is an actual drop off in terms of their academy I suppose you can't always be the leading academy in a place like London I don't know but, oh, but they had it they had it all there they had all of the good players I know but you know maybe that was just you know, like that batch you know how City for a period had all the best players I don't know look at look at remember remember Manchester United's youth team with bloody Ravel. I Morris, know and Pop, but like, uh, like it's cyclical isn't it
1: it is but at the same point when you have everything there surely you should prioritise that and see if you've got a replacement in the academy before you buy players they've never prioritised the academy though No, but that is the purpose of an academy isn't it I mean theirs is to sell talent it seems but the purpose There's, of an academy theirs is just
0: to accrue the best talent across Europe and then maybe some some will make it somewhere. under
1: Abramovich it was a turn of profit wasn't it it was just a turn of profit it a um, profit you know, but at like the end of that up. tenure it changed a bit because of the transfer ban they actually saw that they were really good players there like you can't buy Saka for example you can't buy him he's unbuyable you can only get him if you produce him or your Real Madrid basically and it felt like that was the case with like Mason Mount or Reese James not
0: everyone's Bakayi Saka isn't it or or Phil Foden but but they
1: actually produced Reese James and he he feels unbuyable but in two years he's probably buyable because he'll probably be pissed off isn't
0: that the risk of like any academy in every
1: club that doesn't perform yeah but they're not even letting them get to that point now it seems
0: like they're just binning them just getting binned man. I don't know I don't know if they are I just think they're a bit they're a bit stupid to be honest well then no they didn't they signed Rich James to a long term contract Mason Mount doesn't want to sign a long term contract so, so I guess it's down to the players want isn't it
1: I guess so I don't know I just think they I just think they have ruined something that was really It's Tammy
0: Abraham that's the one that probably rankles the most Chelsea fans it's like, why well, on earth did they get rid of Tammy Abraham when he was the only real centre forward that they had obviously yeah. Lukaku but It just seems not like they had it
1: all up. there and they've just got carried away with smashing money
0: and it's just it's just blowing up it's blowing up big time so I wouldn't say they fumbled about I think it's hard to blame Todd for that to be honest but mate mate we've gone on a massive Beth- tangent yeah okay uh, <laughs> let's move on Todd You've blown it, that's my assessment of you You've absolutely <laughs> fucked it You right, silly, silly guy. Cap, Love Todd mate, I can't believe he's actually done it I was adamant he was going to keep him in place
1: Yeah, listen uh, by the way Feel free to contact us on any of our social media channels If, I believe we made a bet And we can't remember exactly what we said If it was about Potter being fired But if it was, she's going to have to wear a Tottenham
0: hat To one of the Arsenal uh, games in the pub Yeah, can someone remind us Because we, <clears throat> we can't remember if What we made that bet about which is maybe a lack of foresight on our, on our side but mm. if someone lets us know you get a shout yeah. out so there you go yeah. yeah the man of man of our words so yeah, exactly <laughs> <That's true. laughs> alright right. Yes. Crystal Palace
1: 2 Leicester City 1 battle of the two former Watford managers but you didn't see that one coming did you listener
0: what? is it?
1: yeah mate Brendan Rodgers was at Watford for a very short period of time was Fuck he one everyone at Watford yeah was he actually yeah before hey. Swansea before Swansea mm. wow obviously he got fired obviously Well but it's like you said it's, it's inevitable has anyone ever <laughs> has
0: anyone ever not got fired no no I mean Watford are yeah what, Watford are what Watford are they are the. they are the problem they are they are like the archetypal problem of, of bloody manager sackings mate but anyway yeah we should yeah. say rest in peace Brendan because it's a sad end to he could and should maybe go down as one of the best Leicester managers ever if we're being completely fair on his achievements the problem is
1: that his timing is always off Brendan right they won they won the FA Cup but they sat in 4th for ages and then they finished 5th then they sat in 4th for ages again the season after and then they finished 5th so
0: but you can't you can't take those 5th places as a
1: failure though no no I know but it's just like unfortunately the optics are if you're in 4th and you 5th it feels like a failure but if you're in 8th and you get all well, that to 5th it feels like a great success and he's just a victim of peaking in the wrong moments in the season constantly
0: you know no, I reckon a bit of time and a bit of healing and everyone will look back at Brendan's reign with a little bit more happiness he's and a, joy to he's a very good you know.
1: manager I think if anyone wants a really good two years and he just agrees on two years I think that they could have such a good two years of Brendan it's just after that period, it all gets a bit stale. Mm. That's the recurring theme. But like, if Tottenham just want two years of Brendan, they would never accept it because they think they're better than that. But he could be exactly what they need. Get everyone firing. Loads of goals from a Brendan team. Well, at
0: Tottenham? Yeah. Do you think he... That's what's interesting. Is like, from this job, has he got more credit in the bank? Is Tottenham a, a, a feasible job now? Or, or I mean, or, put or it not? this
1: way. If he's not Brendan Rodgers... And you think, right, here's a guy who's got a couple of titles in Scotland, he managed Liverpool, I think they won a probably, trophy of Liverpool, he won the FA Cup with Leicester,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he's still quite young, plays attacking football, you would be like, yeah, there's won more trophies than Tottenham over that period, why not? But because it's Brendan, you're like, nah. Mm-hmm. He's his own worst enemy because of who he is, unfortunately. He's almost a victim of his own reputation at this point. Yeah, exactly. Because he Nuno Espirito involved, Santo though. managed Tottenham. And he has won
0: fucking nothing. Oh, he, that, that is just one of the most random appointments ever, though. Panicappointment.com. You know, that was just. Of course. Le- levy of course. poopering it. But. but Brendan is one of the most decorated British managers in the modern game. He should be, rightly so. He's probably one of the most successful British managers because there really isn't many. I read yeah. it, an alarming stat that. No, in fact, English he might manager, be the no.
1: most successful. He might be the most decorated. I mean, Roy's no. back so Roy might have skewed it all but
0: well Stryx Ferguson but I mean currently
1: current, currently working yeah
0: oh well, then he, he probably is because there really there's a dearth of British managers who have won anything
1: and yet every single club in the Premier League would choose Graham Potter
0: Graham like Potter's then. just kind of like that shiny system manager though isn't he he's just yeah. mind you after listening to him bleat on at Chelsea I well, didn't pick up on this it's rubbish his shine. it? yeah
1: shiners. shine
0: is... I wouldn't now, want him as my manager I'd rather have the kind of prickiness of Arteta and you know the kind of dickheadness of Klopp rather mm. than someone who just says the boys gave everything if you look at the XG you'll see that we were better than them. or just you know just, just round of shit that he's just like mate it's so uninspiring anyway we moved on from Potter we should actually talk about Crystal Palace as well because they didn't they have like a stupid amount of shots in the first half I lost count
1: yeah they did and they got rid of Patty V they brought in Roy I thought that was a weird decision but they got the win, first, first win, of the win year. first win in 13 games. So justified, so I think. This. I think probably not, but still, there's the always going to be a, a
0: special place in. I think there should be a special place in all of our hearts for Roy Hodgson. He oh, is just not, not
1: mine. The absolute garbage that he served up as Liverpool was really, <laughs> really, really, unforgivable. It was really He's something. Had quite the career, though, isn't he? Really, like, yeah. He came in, he was like. Paul Konchesky, this is the man to rejuvenate this, he, this had Liverpool side. he had
0: Christian a vision Christian
1: Paulson Jovanovic
0: oh Joe Cutt- oh it's grim it Good was Cole. so grim yeah yeah great team one of my favourite Liverpool teams that. <laughs> I I mean no one thought Roy was going to bring this kind of fucking attacking rock and roll football he must have been like, "All right, boys, just, just go a fucking win or something." I don't know. Like, I can't imagine Roy setting up really attacking. He must have just no. said like, "Just, just go, give it your all or something ridiculous."
1: I don't know, but yeah, massive win for Palace because yeah, they've been they've just been slowly getting dragged into relegation fight through doing absolutely nothing, just through staying still, completely still. But there is an injury to Zaha. I don't know what the latest is at the time of recording. We don't know.
0: So if yeah, Zaha's out, I mean, he that's went a off big in tears. blow. He went off in tears, so it's pretty. It looks pretty serious, you know. Like a footballer, the way they respond is always a telltale sign of the seriousness of of, of the injury, right? Mm-hmm. And and it didn't look good. It didn't look good. Uh, it's a big loss.
1: It didn't look good at all. And look, if I'm going to be, if I'm going to be picky, which I am, is a uh, surprise. Surprise. Ha- has has anything really been solved in this game? Like think about Palace's goals. You got Mateta's first goal since August in the nice fourth minute. Hey, yeah, it was a good goal. It was a really good goal. It is that sustainable? Goal. Is that is that replicable, game on game? Absolutely fucking not. That's probably his last goal of the season. And then an Eze free kick <laughs> that bounces off the goalie's back. Like, it's the same Palace. This would have happened under Patty V. They can score goals every now and again. Yeah, it's but didn't they have no... like
0: 31 shots in a match, which is like yeah. insane and for Crystal this, Palace.
1: This is probably as good as it gets. Scrappy. I
0: mean, look, they made a decision... It's a massive three because I haven't got three points anywhere else this this year. Mm-hmm. Um I mean it it buys Roy some time because the vultures were already circling when his appointment was, was, was announced. Yeah. Um he's
1: caretaker. He'll he'll work it out. They'll probably be fine.
0: There are there are more chaotic yeah. teams
1: and Leicester is one of them. What do we think about Leicester, mate? They are currently sitting in nineteenth at the time of recording. Very, very much in the relegation zone now. And I feel like They might be going down I feel like There's a very juicy fire sale Waiting to happen at Leicester it's Madison Dewsbury Hall Pereira Oh I
0: don't know I don't know I mean 10 games left
1: oh, I'd be licking my not. lips mate yeah, If I was any know. club Around Europe Dewsbury Hall to
0: Liverpool Very 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 Tactical by that That would make sense Sensible yeah. transfer
1: Very sensible transfer We've picked left up good as well. We signed good players from relegated clubs over the years. We've got Van Alden, yeah. Shakiri, Robertson. They've all played a big part, so I'm not opposed to it at all.
0: Pereira to compete with Trent? I'd like that. Yeah, right back definitely needed. But this is not turning into a Liverpool bit again because I realise we do this all the time. So yeah, I'm just going to move you on. I'm just going to move yeah, you on. Yeah,
1: let's 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 move on. Let's move on. Otherwise,
0: we're going to start crying about Trent again. We actually Trent avoided the slander this week, so I'm actually a bit annoyed because. Yeah. He, he can a have a week He's off. Trash. Mate. He's trash. He'll
1: still be there. He'll still be there next week, mate. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <lot of> <laughs> if that is Chelsea tomorrow, so let's see. Oh,
0: oh massive game derby. that. Massive yeah. game that. Yeah. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> AMC AFC Bournemouth 2, Philip 1. Um, major. 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 This was Tavernia's major game. Major dub. Tavernia's a yeah, good player. I don't know why he doesn't play more. Why was he coming off the bench? Makes no sense. I think to me, he I was just coming really back from, from injury. I think he was coming back from injury OK well that makes sense because he, he really changed the game for them but obviously they're one up down and he's come on and got a great goal so. it was a really good goal
1: very oh, very similar brilliant. to Saka's goal for England actually It's just an absolutely I almost mean, felt like
0: Tavernier's. I don't know if because of the angle in which they showed the shot makes it seem different it just seemed oh, it was a good goal yeah it's a it was goal. a great
1: angle it was a really good goal just good like angle. hard left foot curling outside of the box it was just the perfect goal really for anyone left-footed,
0: it was really like Anthony's done a few this season like that, actually. Probably the closest comparison, isn't it?
1: Mm. Yeah, that's fair. That's probably the only, probably the most positive thing you've ever said about Anthony. Actually,
0: he's capable Compa- of a left-footed mate cutting on the left. <laughs> 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 it's quite <a> confident. <coughs> um,
1: I wouldn't destroy Anthony yeah? like that. Big dub. Bournemouth two wins in their last three games because they beat Liverpool as well, and they beat Fulham, who we've all said are. Amazing. So they're doing very well, I have to say. And Fulham reeling after three mm. red cards against Man United, they've now lost three games in a row in the Prem. Is yeah. that mean? Running out of steam. Are they gonna just like slowly edge back to about twelfth because they're just not that awesome? <laughs> you you arsed? know
0: what? I get the impression that part maybe Fulham is just like a perfect storm this week. This week. Oh my god, this this season. Like maybe they're just having one of those seasons you know where just everything went right for a bit and actually yeah. they're just kind of re- returning to the norm now a little bit what
1: is actually crazy is that they're now behind Villa and Villa were 20th for a long time
0: was that this year? Yeah, it was wasn't it where Gerard was that's mental
1: yeah like Unai
0: Emery there. actually deserves some Mate,
1: Villa are some are plauders, bro. two points behind Brentford who are hashtag best team Outside of the big six, Michael that's so Bryant. true.
0: I'd love to see the table when Gerard left. I bet it wasn't. Well, it was I think Villa are fourth overall.
1: Up. I think Villa are like fourth since since Embry came in. They're honestly astonishingly good. But anyway, I don't know why we're bouncing around so much this episode. We are propulsive. um <laughs> Yes, Fulham sliding, but they're safe. It doesn't oh it doesn't God. matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What was their brief stay up? We laughed at all their transfers the transfers are really good.
0: They've got enough to stay up, but yeah, you do feel matter. like the slide is I mean surely, you know, William isn't actually just rebirthing into prime William again. Like this can't actually be happening, can it? And it doesn't look like it is. That Solomon guy's dropped off, finally stopped scoring. I just feel like they've had so many purple patches with their players and They
1: have. They have.
0: Yeah. And you know
1: what? That's absolutely fine. Debrief was to stay up. They've surpassed it. They played great football. Got some great results. They're on the beach now. Enjoy the beach Second season We go again And that's the horrible season Where everyone thinks You know yeah. what Fulham's a hard game I'm not going to give them Any chances That's a very Second story. season
0: syndrome Is going to kick in I reckon somehow
1: Everyone takes you Very seriously In your second season The Sheffield United Found out yeah, um, yeah. Last note Gary O'Neill He's bucking the trends mate He's a caretaker manager Turned Permanent manager Who might actually be Good Might actually be Turning it around As opposed to caretaker, good, permanent manager, shit. And now he's come out into a third chapter where he's kind of good again. But he could still go down, isn't it? But they should go down. They They should should go down. They should go down down. down, to be fair. They are by far the worst team on paper. Them and Southampton should go down. So anything above definitely going down, he's done a really good job. It's his first scene, like job as a manager. They absolutely battered Fulham in this game, like they play really well they're very together they work really hard he's like the right guy for right now for them he won't always be the right guy but yeah they got lucky there they found a good one
0: it'd be massive for Bournemouth if they stay up especially if those new owners if yeah, they can they just could a- they, stay up they could year. kick on couldn't
1: they they could actually kick on
0: they could kick on they could kick on No yeah. worry for the rest of the teams down there uh, anyway let's move on Nottingham Forest 1 Another, another six pointer one. another six yeah. pointer Wolverhampton sorry, yeah. Wanderers 1 yeah, thank you for interrupting
1: mid <laughs> yeah sorry <for laughs> yeah. <out> there <laughs> score, dude. it's <laughs> boring game no one's listening <laughs> anymore 1-1 between two boring teams boring games Wolves boring. are boring Nottingham Forest aren't boring to be fair Uh, Brendan Johnson I want to talk about him he's actually very good at football considering he, he hadn't really scored a goal I don't think he scored a goal before the World Cup He's now got 8 goals in the Premier League this season Which, for context, for balance Is one more than Matoma Who as everyone has said is the best winger in the league So, all I'm saying is He's underrated, I think 8 goals in a debut Premier League season For a struggling team From the wing
0: Oh, Wales fans have long heralded Brendan Johnson And I've been listening And I've been impressed Because he's still so young and as you say, it's a good return for a team that was put together by an AI, by the looks of things. If you literally. if you look back at it, so <laughs> it's uh, it's yeah, he's he's been a real shining light for them, and I think largely the, their main attacking impetus really comes from him. Are yeah. they safe? No one knows in this crazy world that we call the Premier League. So it's too soon. But if they do yeah. stop, it'll be large in part two. Then.
1: They're definitely not safe. They're literally
0: two yeah, points away safe. from being nineteenth. They are not safe at all. No, I just checked. They are not safe at all. But then no one. No is. one is safe. No, no one, one is safe. safe. But yeah,
1: yeah I think one one's that fair. happened in this game. One one was fair. Um, a red card for both of the assistant managers in this game. I feel like that's probably the first time it's ever happened where it's just those two. I don't wow. know What happened? Was that in game? I, I don't was, remember. What yeah, just just in game. Yeah, they both just got red cards. They'd obviously been having a little heated discussion on the touchline oh, but cameras didn't
0: catch
1: imagine? it they've both got a red though they both got red very well, very quite strange.
0: serious then if they've both got a red they must have just had a little bit of a it must be more or than just words peculiar. maybe there was a bit of some physical altercation I don't know could be
1: don't know that's not what that. I mean
0: very weird it's been a year of uh, scraps on the technical dugout area is not it remember it all it started with Conte and Tuchel she remember at the bridge where I their handshake believe- that was this season. I know. Seems like it feels a different like era. Really, years. Feels like twenty thirteen. That was literally yeah. less than a year ago. Like far less than a year ago. So, so that was the real kick off. And then remember, Arsenal, Aston Villa, the scouts have like a fight or <laughs> something oh, ridiculous. Yeah. All like data analysts, <laughs> like well, what the fuck is going on? I on do love it though. <laughs> maybe, maybe like coaches are like more in the fight now than ever. Like you know like maybe like the physios and the bus drivers are scrapping and you know everyone's just having <laughs> a scrap across the whole weekend well, you, you know
1: you're saying there's like a firm of like
0: yeah stuff. but you know like actual official firms now. none of this like meet up in an alley you know like the bus drivers will test alright mate it's just literally in the dugout yeah dinner ladies got their spatulas and just whacking each other so to be
1: fair these two teams do have a bit of history dating back to the championship because okay I think wolves i think it was i think it was forest posted like a like a tweet ahead of the game of wolves and it was like them like killing a wolf or taming a wolf or something like that just out of nowhere for no reason you know, so. wolves won so wolves posted back a video of them chopping down a tree just <laughs> from there really <laughs> all the keyboard warriors came out so i love how chopping hard. down
0: a tree is akin to the beheading a wolf
1: <laughs> that's well, know, down chopping
0: way. down the forest. Yeah, I know, but it's a bit. That's quite. That's fine, isn't it? I can't. Imagine. Forest fans, you need to stop being so sensitive. If that's really getting to you, mate. <laughs> chopping yeah, down a tree. It, it was pretty funny. <laughs> the, the other that main talking point in this game.
1: Daniel Pedence Wolves had one shot on target. Daniel Pedence scored it. Very good. Very Wolves. Very very, very interesting. good. Very but then nice. he just spat on Brendan Johnson's face. But. Apparently he didn't, says Brendan Johnson, although Brendan Johnson said it in a way that the referee, it looked like he did, but the referee said he didn't, so he didn't. I was like, okay, so what you're saying is he did, but you don't want to get in trouble.
0: Oh, I actually didn't see this incident, so you're going to have to forgive me. I I mean, put I'm it this way, hungry. he went,
1: he did the whole action of spitting in his face, and Brendan Johnson looked absolutely mortified.
0: Well, after scoring?
1: Nah. It I was was just probably, like, a, probably a couple of minutes after where temperatures are a bit heated because you know it was a late equaliser
0: I mean I spitting think, is one of the worst things you can do I know from I personal think. experience so I wouldn't I would think that would be a red card but I'm surprised if it was intentional V, I I would have picked up on it you can't really well, um,
1: yeah I don't know I wouldn't be surprised to see a retroactive band I because mean, it yeah. was seemed pretty clear to me
0: but it's pretty naughty it's pretty naughty. If so, I have to watch it right now and see, make up an opinion. Yeah. All right. And last game, West Ham nil, Southampton no. West Ham one, Southampton nil. <laughs> still thinking about that curry from last week, isn't it? I'm still so, so triggered. I'm actually so place.
1: triggered by that. Who the hell? Who the hell orders curry with nuts in when you live with one person who also? Is like, oh, Look,
0: you need to have words. It's yeah. Ludicrous, mate. It's ludicrous. Yeah, like. I mean. You are right. It out. It was planned. It was, it was planned. planned. It was planned. It was planned. It was planned. And don't let anyone tell you otherwise, mate. Well, anyway.
1: West Ham won, Southampton nil. Another six-pointer. West Ham, they moved from 19th to 14th with one win. It's actually crazy down there. I feel like if West Ham had lost, David Moyes would be gone. I think that would have been the best thing for everyone. David Moyes, are you going to last... I'm not having it. I'm not buying it. David Moyes should go. Look at all the shiny managers. Imagine Brendan with Paquetta. with Bowen. God. Like Brendan would Brendan would suit West Ham. He'd get he'd get some fucking shit going. He's a very positive manager. Mm, I could cringy, see Brendan at West Ham. Yeah, but I feel like he would enjoy that job. Graham Potter at West Ham. Why not? Why not?
0: I mean, that's just just due to the events of like last week. There are so many vacancies now. So um, many potential. shiny progressive
1: mm. positive managers all of these anti-Moisy like, managers out there
0: there is like a chain reaction when it comes to sackings at the moment yep. almost come in clusters don't they one triggers one and then suddenly people are more open to firing their manager because there's more managers available it's just all kind of situational it's really interesting and yeah I mean it, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they let Moisey go but again like they've got to give him to the end of the season after everything that he's done for them they've had some amazing it's just harsh mate it's just harsh I don't think like,
1: so I don't think risk it like they beat the worst team in the league 1-0 at home that's the absolute minimum lowest bar result possible and yeah they did it but it wasn't
0: that comprehensive I, I know really but just because like you've achieved certain things in the previous seasons it doesn't give you any god given right to then expect that forever more isn't it I think that's the point. He was good last season, but you can only be judged on now and the whole
1: season. They've been really rubbish, and he's very negative, so it does invite criticism. What if I said
0: negative. exactly the same thing about Jurgen Klopp's situation in Liverpool? Oh, I think he's justified. So he's you, very think, justified. you think if I was calling for Klopp sacking, he'd be justified?
1: I think you'd be justified too because he's under form this season.
0: But that's not taking into context everything that's happened before. Is there a yeah, no, no merit for
1: that? It's slightly different. But it doesn't
0: apply to Moisey. But I take well. your
1: point. Yeah, but Moisey doesn't have quite the same body of work. Yeah, but not
0: everyone history. can like win the Pratton. At the end of the day, like he's got them, what, top six, top six? Two years in a row? Yeah, he did. Top six, top seven? And a semi- I guess the difference is and that a conference. at risk.
1: If Liverpool were at risk of relegation, then obviously yes. Get rid. That's Yeah, it.
0: but I mean, West Ham are more susceptible to relegation. I don't know do you see my point it's like it is there's I do levels, see your point but I just think now that Potter point you and Brendan
1: if Potter and Brendan are available they're both upgrading well surely
0: Potter to Leicester makes so much sense like so much sense
1: oh 100% it's just Leicester don't have any money so West Ham might actually be a more interesting yeah. job
0: also what if Potter wants to take a break I wouldn't blame him the guy's aged like 10 years in the last six oh, I don't know mate
1: I'd love to see his villain arc move to West Ham and just smash Chelsea twice well, a year every time make yeah, it his yeah, mission
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, oh man, it's been a crazy seismic, seismic weekend in football. Yeah, you can tell we're scrambled this. I've just been bouncing around, mate. Yeah, uh, twelve manager crazy. sackings this year. Twelve. That's actually crazy. So, sixty percent like more. than sixty percent of that's what I mean. You go into a season knowing that previous season, and there there'll probably more sackings between now and the end of the season. That at least sixty percent on average are going to get fired or lose their jobs. Like how can you really plan for long termism with knowing that and like it's so that's normal so isn't it, it? That's it's not like any crazy. of us are saying any of it's unjust maybe the only one that people have been like that's not fair is, is Patty V the rest of it's just quiet isn't it and even Patty V wasn't a surprise just
1: just had a bad run of fixtures but
0: yeah yeah but I mean who would mm. want to be a manager in this day and age that's what i oh, I don't know
1: mate imagine any, that yeah I Brent know. like Graham Potter 25 mil 6 months work I I could probably get on board with that
0: I think I read that he negotiated his his uh, release clause not release clause but you know his compensation I don't think they're going to pay him the full whatever he was Uh, because he's uh, just such a nice guy isn't he you know
1: well I was negotiating it down because he he was on 12 mil a year so I only gave him 2 years pay
0: yeah so it'll probably be like two years paper. but still that's just ridiculous because they paid what like 40 mil to get him was it ridiculous
1: yeah I think they invested very close to like 80 mil to get him
0: in total just him for six months yeah that's insane that's insane I think
1: it, it's a very good it's a very good topic to end on Chelsea Chelsea fans we we what do, you, what do you think about this like what's going on how do you feel who do you want what do you want at this point you just had enough <laughs> yeah do you just want Todd to go do you, are you enjoying the ride it's a wild yeah. ride
0: I mean we said a couple of weeks ago this is far from the end of the the story of Bowley and no it's just another a chaotic chapter isn't it the pottery is done six months Nagelsman seems likely isn't it it probably be Nagelsman. I feel like I can see Nagelsman going one of two ways though
1: I can see him being full AVB where he's fashionable but then it's you realize just a quite bit of quickly. a
0: chalice, isn't it? Like, there's so yeah. much pressure. They've got so many players there. You need to, how are you going to get a system that fits everyone in that squad? And now
1: they've got 34 first team players registered. They don't even have some of the registered. So, first thing, it's too big to be managed, that dressing room. Mm. There's no point bringing anyone in until the summer we can chop at least 10 of them.
0: I mean, to my knowledge as well this is a bit of a random one I don't think and I don't know this is kind of a young thing but I haven't seen a single Chelsea player post about Potters leaving you know they used to do their bullshit thanks for this and that and whatever mm. not, not a single one so I think they are a notoriously hard dressing room Chelsea
1: they like a very strong firm stereotypical proper football
0: they need a geezer don't they they need a Mourinho type they he need Pique Mourinho. They need a don't Pete Mourinho manager, that kind of narcissistic arrogance. Which I think who else unites I the West London rabble. I don't even know. I don't think Zidane's that kind of guy, because he's available.
1: Oh, I, I think Zidane is that in. kind
0: of guy. I just don't think it's that unappealing of a job at the moment.
1: It's I think just... you are walking into potentially no not a lot of transfer budget and a lot of fucking problems. Just no, transfer
0: budget, but I mean, how much say so do you get on that transfer budget? How many of these signings I'd well, love to know were Graham Potters and how many were just Bowley's fucking I don't know, just mad eccentric spending, you know? Yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't know. I actually don't know.
0: Give it Sean Deutsch. He could handle it. Give it Todd Bowley. Fuck it. Go for the <laughs> same. Full send. <laughs> Just Honestly, give, it,
1: yeah. give it to us. That's where we're going, isn't it? That's, 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 that's yeah. what we've been built towards.
0: Sort of angling for. Save some money. It can be, you know, a split sporting director, manager, owner extraordinaire. Fuck it.
1: Breaking. He's breaking. Thought. you breaking.
0: Know I Jack, he's a capitalist, right? So how, how hard innovator. can it be to run a football team? Do you know what I mean?
1: Exactly. Just pay the most money, get the best players, big bang bomb, title.
0: There you go. Chelsea fans, fixed. Bowling in. Let's see. Let's see.
1: <laughs> there you go we'll leave you with that we'll leave you with that bit of insight to end the pod today but yeah that was episode 50 happy days for us we said we have a surprise we don't have a surprise
0: yet turns out building a website on a YouTube channel actually it's hard it's difficult you no know, the surprise is that we just bounced all over the shop during this pod and to anyone who managed to stay on this tour well done follow our socials they're going off YouTube's coming at some point this year we're just not going to we're just not going to announce it anymore
1: You'll know. You'll know. We'll make a big song and dance about it when mm. it's out. But episode but 50, baby. Then,
0: we get it. Thank you very
1: much. Me. Thanks very much, everyone. Lots of love. Take care. Bye now. <laughs>